0: Welcome to Mandatory Monday on Check with Chip, I'm Chip Maxwell. You should check with Chip every day, but Mondays are mandatory. We hit a major topic and we hit it hard on Monday. We on the right are getting hit hard on homosexuality. There's no avoiding it. The left-wing corporate totalitarian rainbow jackbooted thuggery brigade keeps bringing the fight to us. Some people range from amused to annoyed to enraged at my robustly conservative stance on social issues, including those involving sexuality. I've seen up close and personally the multi-generational wreckage sexual chaos can cause. I've seen it as a county commissioner and state senator involved in criminal and social service issues. My children sometimes tease me for constantly harping on 4,000 years of Judeo-Christian teaching as the basis of our family life and of our society. I do so because when you break free of that mooring of timeless truth, it's open season. When you turn sexual union into a recreational sport instead of something sacred shared only between spouses totally committed to each other, it's no wonder our society struggles with the negative consequences of sexual anarchy. There are people hearing this and saying, what is your problem? It's the 21st century. Marriage is an optional anachronism of the past, not a requirement for sexual union. Planned Parenthood encourages children to be sexually active. Visit Cinemaholic.com for a description of the 20 best incest movies. The North American Man-Boy Love Association says adult men should engage young boys in sexual relationships to give them a good, healthy, enlightened introduction to sexuality. The Supreme Court has given a green light to same-sex marriage. Men can declare themselves women and vice versa. Dozens of genders are in play, including undecided. Nobody should judge anybody on sexuality. Be whoever you want and get whatever you want, however you want. Too often, children are the casualties of such an anything-goes approach to sexuality, and as damaged adults, visit another round of damage on others. So I will continue the crusade to restore 4,000 years of Judeo-Christian teaching as the norm for sexuality. Now to the current beef. The current catalyst, the current club being used to hit us over the head is Mayor Pete. The Honorable Pete Buttigieg is the mayor of South Bend, Indiana, and a Democratic candidate for president in 2020. He is homosexual and has a same-sex marriage partner he calls his husband. And he is not playing defense. He is going on offense. He is playing his same-sex marriage card as a political asset, calling Vice President Mike Pence a discriminatory bigot for being a conservative Christian who believes in the biblical definition of marriage as the union of one man and one woman. Pence is a former congressman from Indiana and former governor of Indiana, so he and Buttigieg know each other from the political arena in Indiana. CNN asked Pence about Buttigieg's attack. I just have to ask you about the mayor of South Bend, Pete Buttigieg. He said, I wish the Mike Pence's of the world would understand that if you've got a problem with who I am, your problem is not with me. Your quarrel, sir, sir, is with my creator. What he's saying is he didn't choose to be gay. His creator did. What's your response to that? You know, I've known Mayor Pete for many years. We worked very closely together when I was governor and uh, I considered him a friend. and uh, he knows I don't have a problem with him. I I don't believe in discrimination against anybody. I, I treat everybody the way that I want to be treated. And um, do you agree the, with him that it is matter, God who truth, made him gay? Uh, look, the truth of the matter is that all of us have our own religious convictions. Pete has his convictions. I have mine. Right. Well, he argues that. That your quarrel is with him as a gay man and that he says, I was born this way and this is the way God made me. That's just not your belief? Well, I I think I think Pete's quarrel is with First Amendment. All of us in this country have the the right to our religious beliefs. I'm I'm a Bible-believing Christian. Buttigieg doubled down on his position on the Ellen DeGeneres show. I'm not interested in feuding with the vice president, but if he wanted to clear this up, he could come out today and say he's changed his mind, that it shouldn't be legal to discriminate against anybody in this country for who they are. That's all. In that show's audience and in society, there is a growing chorus of voices on the right as well as the left, claiming that homosexuality is the civil rights issue of the 21st century, and it's time for any conservative laggards to catch up and give up. Mike Pence knows the wrath of left-wing corporate totalitarian rainbow jackbooted thuggery. He and his wife are harassed in general for their Christian conservatism. But Pence was blitzed and sacked. I still have the Husker spring game on my mind. Blitzed and sacked by the Rainbow Thugs was Mike Pence when he served Indiana as governor. The Rainbow Thugs put an Indiana pizza parlor out of business because it would not cater a same-sex wedding. Then the Rainbow Thugs threatened to sick their national network on the entire state of Indiana to put it out of business if then-Governor Pence signed a religious freedom bill saying businesses do not have to serve clients or events that violate their religious convictions. Pence initially vowed to sign the bill, but then caved in and did not sign the bill. It's the one blemish on his record in public office. As I said in a previous podcast, there is no neutral. The rainbow thugs say, no, live and let live is not a suitable arrangement because you won't truly let me live. You must say yes to my homosexuality and to my same-sex marriage or I am left feeling like a second-class citizen subject to discrimination. Haven't you seen the equal sign bumper sticker? All types of marriage are equal. You must embrace our position, or we will demonize you as a bigoted hater. And if you're a business, we will shut you down. Even if you are not a business owner, we will dox you. We will publish your documents, your home address and phone number, and urge people to harass you and your family. You are just like the bigots who opposed interracial marriage. They weren't allowed to say, we recognize your right to marry whomever you want, as long as you don't cross racial lines. And we won't allow you to say, we recognize your right to marry whomever you want, as long as you don't cross gender lines. Actually, for many conservative Christians, the position is even more permissive. Marry whomever you want. Just don't force me to provide the flowers, pizza, or cake for the event. Plenty of other people and businesses will accommodate you. No, no, no. Jack Phillips the cake baker in Colorado is relentlessly targeted by rainbow thugs demanding that he and he alone provide the cake for their same sex, transgender, LGBTQ, whatever events. And of course, with today's gender fluidity, it gets even more complicated. But can we leave that aside for now? I want to focus on this assertion that marrying a person of a different race is the same thing, morally and legally, as marrying a person of the same sex different race equals same sex as far as i know there is nothing in 4000 years of judeo-christian teaching that bans interracial marriage i taught school for a year in jamaica a caribbean island nation that was a hub of trade for the british empire in the 18th and 19th centuries commerce including slavery brought to Jamaica every strand of DNA on the planet. Europe, Africa, Asia, it's all there. Some of the most physically beautiful people I have ever seen were in Jamaica. That tells me that God, or nature, if the concept of God gives you heartburn, whatever force put us here, welcomes genetic distance when it comes to love and reproduction. I said on the radio one day, that true love ultimately will conquer the challenges of race relations. I cited a study about the increase in interracial marriage and said 500 years from now there will be such a mixture of races that skin color, race, ethnicity will become irrelevant. People will look back on our obsession with skin color and be puzzled by it. It was a Friday afternoon. I thought I was wrapping up the day and the week with a light, upbeat observation. I was body slammed by a caller who said I was insulting God. God made separate races, the caller said, and wanted to keep them separate. One is free to that interpretation, but again, if it were so important, wouldn't it have come up somewhere in 4,000 years of Judeo Christian teaching? Homosexuality has come up numerous times in the Old and New Testaments. That matters. Because you will hear the same argument I just made about interracial marriage. Someday, people will look back at us and be puzzled that we were so hateful and bigoted about homosexuality and same-sex marriage and gender fluidity. Back and forth it goes. You are on the wrong side of history. No, you are on the wrong side of history. History, of course, eventually will answer the question. Meanwhile, the advocates of anything goes open season on sexuality are on the wrong side of 4,000 years of Judeo-Christian teaching. It starts in Genesis with the story of Sodom and Gomorrah being destroyed, at least in part, because of the rabid homosexuality of the men. Leviticus chapter 18, verse 22. You shall not lie with a male as with a woman. Such a thing is an abomination. And in case you didn't get the message, Leviticus chapter 20, verse 13. If a man lies with a male, as with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall be put to death. Their blood is upon them. And then we go to the New Testament. Uh, Romans chapter 1, verses 26 and 27. For this reason God gave them up to dishonorable passions. Their women exchanged natural relations for unnatural, and the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another, men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in their own persons the due penalty for their error. Then we go to 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 6, verses 9 and 10, or 1 Corinthians, as the president likes to say. Uh, Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the immoral nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor sexual perverts, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor robbers will inherit the kingdom of God. And we move to 1 Timothy 1, verses 8-10. to Now we know that the law is good, and if anyone uses it lawfully, understanding this, that the law is not laid down for the just, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and sinners, for the unholy and profane, For murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers, immoral persons, sodomites, kidnappers, liars, perjurers, and whatever else is contrary to sound doctrine. And then finally, Jude, I wasn't aware of this one, Uh, the epistle of Jude, chapter 1, verse 7. Just as Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding cities, which likewise acted immorally and indulged in unnatural lust, serve as an example by undergoing a punishment of eternal fire. Then, of course, there is Jesus, saying in the beginning God made humans male and female. And in marriage, a man and a woman become one flesh, not two consenting adults, but a man and a woman." And only opposite sexes are biologically engineered to become one flesh. You are free to reject these principles. In our age of celebrating relativism, it's all relative to me, many have rejected these and other religious principles. I already went through that litany of anything goes open season sexuality in the 21st century. It's the mindset that says, I don't care what the Bible says. I feel my same-sex attraction is true and right and good, and it brings me joy. And if you want to get religious on this, then I'm with Mayor Pete. God made me this way. So your beef is with God, not me. When Buttigieg says, God made me this way and I'm going to act on it, it sounds to me like an alcoholic saying, God made me this way and I'm going to act on it. Why should I be denied the pleasures of alcohol allowed to others? I guess we all could say, God made me with sinful tendencies, so I'm going to go with them. We're not robots. We have the capacity for good and evil. We are subject to inclinations towards sin. My brand of Christianity, Catholicism, says you sin when you act on such inclinations. When a sinful inclination hits you, do you swat it away and move on with your life, Or do you entertain, accommodate, and act on it? Anyway, the point is that 4,000 years of Judeo-Christian teaching on marriage allows different race, but not same sex. The point of the rainbow flag is to obliterate 4,000 years of Judeo-Christian teaching on everything, not just sexuality. So the rainbow thugs ignore that argument and go for the American civil rights argument. Again, there is an important difference Discrimination itself is not wrong or bad. We must discriminate to be moral beings. To discriminate is to choose to say yes to some things and no to others. We do it all the time in matters large and small, from choices in the grocery store to people with whom we want to develop friendships or avoid. In the law, we discriminate against murderers, rapists, thieves, and others who violate society's norms. In our Constitution and in federal and state statutes, we have decided that discrimination based on race is illegal. We have made no such determination on marriage. If we amend our Constitution to say marriage is between any two or three or however many consenting people, then there it is, and federal and state statutes can be enacted accordingly. Until that happens, there is no legal basis for equating same-sex marriage with interracial marriage. But the Supreme Court said yes to same-sex marriage. So what? The Constitution is silent on marriage, and there is no basis for the Supreme Court to unilaterally, arbitrarily make a policy ruling on marriage. The Supreme Court also said slave Dred Scott was human livestock, not a human being. The Supreme Court also said separate but equal was not racially discriminatory. The Supreme Court also said there is a constitutional right to abortion, even though the Constitution is silent on that issue. The Supreme Court did reverse itself on separate but equal, and I hope it soon will reverse itself on abortion and same-sex marriage. These decisions are not legitimate. These policy decisions are not legitimate unless made by the people via majority rule. So when someone comes at you with, the courts have said same-sex marriage is a legal constitutional right, that is not the final word. A majority of states amended their constitutions in the 1990s to say that marriage is between one man and one woman. I don't care what polling same-sex advocates trot out. To the extent the people have spoken in a definitive way, the answer to same-sex marriage has been no. Well, that was 20 years ago, and majority opinion has changed. Maybe. But you'll have to prove that to me by getting the Constitution amended to treat discrimination based on sexual orientation the same as discrimination based on race. Right now, there is nothing in the Constitution and nothing in 4,000 years of Judeo-Christian teaching to support the argument that same-sex marriage equals interracial marriage. That's your mandatory Monday post on Check with Chip. I'm Chip Maxwell. Thank you for listening.